Hi everyone, just before we jump into the episode, I wanted to let you know about my brand new course at Education Business Club. So it's all about coming up with your big idea for your education business. And I wrote this course because I see that one of the biggest barriers to getting a business going successfully is being really clear on your idea. So who is it that you're serving? What is the problem that you're solving? Why is it a good idea? And knowing whether or not you'll want to stick with the idea long term. So in the course, I teach the 18 reasons why your business ideas will work and won't work and the six key ingredients that you need to make sure that you have a viable idea. You're going to come away from the course being really clear on your new education business idea, whether that's you starting a business for the first time, maybe you're adding another income stream into your existing business, or even maybe you just want to sense check what you've done so far if you've been in business for a few years. It's not a long, onerous course. I didn't want to do that to you but it will provide you with lots of action-focused information that you can just start acting on straight away. You can find the course at educationbusinessclub.co.uk forward slash training. Thank you so much for listening to that. And here is today's episode. This is the Education Business Podcast for consultants and business owners providing services in schools. I'm Claire Riley, and I'll be sharing how to start, grow, and scale your education business. So today's episode is all about leaving the classroom to start a business. So this August, I'm going to be celebrating a raft of teachers turned entrepreneurs to show just how awesome teachers are at creating successful businesses. Why am I doing this? I want you to be inspired, not just by me, but by others making new things possible for themselves as well. So it doesn't matter where you are on the journey. You might have been in business for a few years or perhaps you haven't even got your idea yet. And by the way, I can help you with that if you take my big idea course. But you can still be inspired either way by what others are doing. So Let's kick off with hearing from a few of my teacher entrepreneur friends about why they decided to start their businesses. Hi, I'm Jenny, co-founder of Alfresco Learning. Hello, my name is Andrew Whitehouse. I'm the founder of Andrew Whitehouse Limited. I decided to start my education business because I was ready for a change and it just so happened that fellow co-founder Holly was in a similar headspace at the time. The work that I was doing on my master's degree in the University of Birmingham on autism, I found so fascinating, I wanted to share with the world. And this seemed to be the easiest and most efficient way to do this. So let's talk about why I left teaching to start a business. So you know when you have those iconic memories that you don't know are actually real? They're almost like an amalgamation of memories and thoughts that represent an idea. Well, this is one of those. And when I think about wanting to be an entrepreneur, I've, I think of myself um, at about 14 years old and I'm stood in the school car park and I'm looking towards the mobile classroom where they taught business studies, which I didn't pick, by the way, because I wanted to do drama instead. You see, the, the study of business didn't excite me, but the possibility of building something did. So basically, no theory for me. Thank you very much. And I feel like I knew then that one day I wanted to be a business owner and start a business. 
But when I see myself in that moment, I feel very aware that I had no idea what that really meant at all. There was just no journey there. There was no journey involved. It was just me with a business and a team. Like it just happened overnight. I didn't think about the building part. So as time went on, I didn't really pay much attention to this because I'm not even sure if I've made this memory up as an adult, but I definitely had the feeling that I would do something big. When I was um, probably near 10, I had a friend who told me that um, she was going to do something big and important when she was older and become famous. And I remember thinking, wow, yeah, you probably will. Um, She hasn't. But I also thought in that moment, I want to do something important as well. I want to be famous. I want to do a big thing. And then I had this whole thing around, oh, I don't think I do want to be famous because I don't think I could hack the um, the criticism um, that's unsolicited that people give you. But anyway, as an aside, and you in that moment, yeah, I, I want to do something that's valuable and important. So anyway... I carried on following my intuition um, as a teenager, doing what I enjoyed. And along the way, I got sucked into several entrepreneurial pitfalls like jewellery making, private dance lessons, chair cover hire, tutoring. Yep, I did a lot. And I do talk about each of these ventures and what I learned from each of them in a lot more detail in the new course that I've just released, which is Your Big Idea for Your Education Business. And you can find the link for that in the show notes. So the first key learning here is that I had it in me. Before teaching was ever part of my life, I had been an entrepreneur inside of me. And I wanted to be an entrepreneur, even though I don't think I would have used that word at the time. So as early as being a teenager, I recognized that I did have entrepreneurial skills that were quite natural. So particularly in seeing how a product or service could be improved or products or services that were missing from our lives. And also the key one, selling with absolute conviction when I really believed in something without meaning to. I used to hear the phrase, are you on commission? Quite a lot when I was telling friends and family about a product or service that I just really loved and I was passionate about. So have you taken the time to look back and see how your life fits together? If you're already an entrepreneur, do you understand how that came about and what led you to it? And if you're still in the classroom and you're looking to start a business, can you work out why that is? Where is it coming from? Now, you might not think that this is important to figure out, but I do. And that's because it's all part of understanding yourself and the journey that you're on. And understanding yourself is a key part of growing a successful business. So by the time Classroom Secrets came around, I already had a successful education business. I was a fully booked tutor. And I felt more comfortable running a business in this space because I felt like I actually knew something about the market, unlike jewelry, rate chair covers and dance classes. Now, I left my last ever official teaching job in 2009, one where I was employed by a school directly. And I had looked for other teaching jobs and I'd applied for one or two jobs, but deep down, I knew I didn't want to be teaching anymore. I knew that I wanted to do my own thing. And I spent the next four years trying other things out to support myself while I figured it out. 
And I know this sounds dramatic and it really wasn't. I just took one step at a time and I followed my intuition. And then one morning, it was November 2010, I got the idea for Classroom Secrets. And it felt different from my other ideas. Like if I figured out a few of the more difficult things long term, it could really become successful. So over the next four years, I worked in education and I built Classroom Secrets on the side with Ed. So I was a tutor, a long-term supply teacher, a day-to-day supply teacher, a peripatetic dance teacher and an after-school club leader. And I gave a lot of energy to these things, I did, but deep down, I knew that they were secondary to this most important idea, my baby. So there's a difference between something you can do, you know, something you can deliver, like dance lessons, for example, and then something you can change, influence or inspire. And with Classroom Secrets, I wanted to change the world. And I did. I believe I did. So let's hear from some more of my teacher entrepreneur friends and find out why they started their businesses. I'm Katie, founder of Katie Stone Pierre, offering education business admin services. Hi, I'm Jenny, co-founder of Alfresco Learning. I decided to start my education business because I lived really rurally and there weren't many jobs available locally that I felt made like good use of my teacher skill set. So I'd applied for loads of other remote positions with um, US companies like Harvest and Basecamp. But during the first lockdown, it occurred to me that I could provide virtual admin by myself and the business was well. I decided to start my education business because I was ready for a change and it just so happened that fellow co-founder Holly was in a similar headspace at the time. We'd both always loved the outdoors and taking our classes outside and we were looking to have more impact on children's nature connectedness and education everywhere. That starting an outdoor learning business just seemed right. Are you inspired yet to create your own business if you haven't already? Or are you ready to spread the word to more teachers that they could build a business like you have? If you're unsure about getting started, then I just don't want you to worry because I've got you and the big idea for your education business training is really going to help you get clear. You can find it at educationbusinessclub.co.uk forward slash training. So I believe that teachers make brilliant entrepreneurs, but... As integrity is one of my core values, it's important to me that I don't just share what could be deemed as the glamorous side. So for every evening of glamour, a year of graft probably went on behind the scenes. It took me four years to take Classroom Secrets from concept to become my full-time job, and I could have definitely done it in half the time, but fear held me back. I wanted things to be perfect. I didn't get out of my comfort zone enough. I just wasted time. And time is what I want to focus on in this section of the podcast. There are many blockers that come up for us when we consider starting a business that stay with us all the way through building it. But the one that's most prevalent, certainly for me too, is time or the lack of it or the perceived lack of it. But I made a deal with myself to give time to my dreams. I knew my dreams would only work if I could find the time to give to them. And if you're in full-time teaching, I know that this is a huge ask. But putting your business idea first 
really helps you to see things from a different perspective. And tasks that were once essential for school maybe won't feel like they're essential anymore. I need to create more time by not having the same level of commitment as a teaching role that was employed by a school. And maybe you don't have that luxury that I did. But how can you create pockets of time to focus on your idea and make it the most important thing? So I had my reasons for wanting to start a business that weren't just related to my entrepreneurial tendencies as well. You know, I wanted to work flexibly. I had a really strong desire to build something and I wanted to work on my terms. But I had to accept though that I couldn't have all of these gifts from the beginning. It took time, literally a sacrifice of time to bring these into my life. So how could you use your time differently to those around you to bring in more of what you want into your life right now, whether that's starting a business or building a business? Let's find out why a few more of my teacher entrepreneur friends decided to start their businesses. Hello, I'm Eileen Adamson, founder of Your Money Sorted. Hi, I'm Parita Patel, founder of Leap Educate. I decided to start my education business because I wasn't enjoying teaching. I had a seven-year-old and five-year-old twins, and I just could no longer cope with full-time teaching. As teacher, it was very evident that students have barriers to learning, which but, but this doesn't stop them from being aspirational or achieving their potential with the correct support. At Leap Educate, we support our students with the curriculum combined with life skills and soft skills to be confident learners. So let me know on Instagram whose story resonated with you the most. And I'm going to see you next time for more celebrating teacher entrepreneurship. Thank you for listening to the Education Business Podcast. To get more information to grow your business, sign up at educationbusinessclub.co.uk.